Welcome to Sacred Magic. Violet is on a quest to bring sacredness back into our everyday experiences. Anyone can have an extraordinary life when they're able to tap into their sacred magic within. Violet and her guests will be sharing their divine passions, inspirations, and stories of connecting with their sacred magic. We are so happy you have joined us today. Let's get started with your host, the magical creator of Discover Your Spiritual Gifts, Violet Rain. Welcome to Sacred Magic Podcast. I am your host, Violet Rain. And today's episode is a special episode that I want to talk about because it's been really sitting on my heart lately about how we're divinely guided. So what does it mean to be divinely guided? Have you ever taken a moment and really sat down and reflected on your journey through this lifetime? Have you ever sat and mapped out all the things that you've done, the places that you've been, the opportunities that have been presented to you? Have you ever considered the fact that you may have been divinely guided along the way and you came in with specific skill sets, tools, knowledge, and wisdom to be able to do what you came here to do in the first place? Well, I've spent quite a bit of time in the last few weeks really thinking about my spiritual journey, really taking a moment to consider my path and all the things that I have done in this lifetime and really thought about the challenges, the opportunities, the obstacles that I faced, the things that I had to overcome to move forward. For those of you that have been around a while and kind of know a little bit about my story, my life has truly been a journey. And I'm not sure that I would change any aspect of the things that I have faced, the things that I have moved through, the hardship that I carried. Now, the truth is, if I'd have known when I was 13 all the things that I would face in my lifetime, would I have had the strength, the ability to go through, right? You know, psychologists talk about, you know, when we are challenged, that flight or fight syndrome. When you're facing a difficult time or a space where you're being attacked or any of that, are you the person that's going to fight through it? Or are you the person that's going to flight? You're going to run. All of us are different in how we face opportunities and challenges, whether we're warriors and we get out our boxing gloves, right? And we're going to fight through this energy. We're going to move through it. We're going to get to the other side. Other individuals take another approach where they run, where they escape, where they find a place to duck down and be safe and get comfortable. There's nothing wrong with either of these approaches. It's just how we're wired. It's just how we see things. It's just our perspective. 
Now, one of the things that I can tell you that I am is I'm a fighter. I'm a person that's going to be like, bring it on. Let's do this. And most of my really close friends and family have told me many a times, Violet, why would you do that? Why would you present it in that way? Why would you create that for yourself? Well, the one thing I've learned in my spiritual journey is I always make it through the storm. I always find my way through it. I don't look at my life as the cup half full. I don't take on that victim energy. I don't want to be part of the victim because I know I've created some of this. I know I signed up for some of this. I know I committed to do some of this. I don't need somebody to tell me that I didn't. I I know that on some level. And so all I have to do is get through it. And I've gotten through some pretty tough situations. But are we divinely guided? Are we divinely guided on our journey? Well, I believe that we are. You know, one of the things that happened in 2017 was I opened a spiritual center called Discover Your Spiritual Gifts. And when I really think about that journey of opening that, I'll be truthful with you. When I got the opportunity to really step into a dream and to be able to open Discover Your Spiritual Gifts, I really questioned everything. Why me? Why was I given this opportunity? Why am I in this space? Why did it fall in place for me? And because I'm an Akashic record reader, meaning I can go into my records and ask questions, I can go into your records and ask questions, I like to go in there and ask some really big questions like, why me? Why am I here? Why did I get this opportunity? What was it that brought me to this space, this time, this current reality? And spirit was very clear with me. So I want to take you on a little journey of Violet's life and share with you how I've been divinely guided to be exactly here in this space right now, right? So I hope you'll take this journey with me. And as you do, I want you to think about your life. How have you been divinely guided? What has been your purpose? How has spirit moved you through your life in different ways to get you exactly where you are right now, exactly in the place where you're at in this moment. So first of all, as a child, I had a big imagination. Now what you have to understand is imagination, daydreaming, is all about working that muscle of clairvoyance of being able to see within, with being able to get messages from spirit within. And as a child, I had a huge imagination. I was great at daydreaming and I loved to imagine different things. I I always dreamed of being a teacher as a little girl. 
that I was going to teach school and teach classes because I loved watching teachers get up and create the curriculum and be creative and help people learn. I thought that was the coolest thing ever. And so in my neighborhoods, as a small child, I would gather the neighborhood children and I would teach class, which they were like, really, I'm not in school. So why are we doing this? Because I want to teach you. I want to show you things. The other thing that I loved to play at was store. I loved going into stores and seeing cashiers check out merchandise and how fast they were and how accurate and how the store was merchandised and laid out. I was always very curious. So I would set up my toys and my items in a certain way so that people could come and purchase them and put them in a basket and come through the checkout. And I got to help them and all that stuff. That was my imagination in elementary school as a small child, as as I was coming in to different things. I was fascinated. At the age of 13, 14, I got my first job. And believe it or not, it was in a retail store. And I was the cashier and I was also the person that worked on the floor. And back then, it was just really cool to be able to stock the shelves and think about merchandising and to be able to check customers out, to be able to talk to them, to be able to understand how fast I could check people out. And I thought it was the coolest job you could ever have. And then I moved from one state to another and I had to find another job. And my next job that I came across was working at the courthouse in a government job. And it was kind of fun and I kind of enjoyed it. But I didn't have the passion for it that I had in retail. And I lived in this small town in Tennessee, which was is really still home for me today. And this big retailer, they built this big shopping center in this small town. Now, you have to understand that when you live in small town, it's different than living in the city. We would actually plan our trips to town. And that might sound funny to you, but we would go to town to shop, to have lunch, to hang out because the drive to town was about 45 minutes to get to town. So you didn't do it every day. You always had a plan of what you were going to do and what you were going to create. Well, they built this big shopping center. And you know, when you're building a big shopping center and you haven't really had a shopping center, it gets everybody's attention. And the big sign comes in and the big retailer back then was Kmart. And I was like, I really want to work there. I really want to get hired there. Now, you have to understand the small town that I lived in, jobs, job openings were rare. People had to retire, um, die, leave work or whatever for openings came. People worked in the same jobs for 20, 30 years because there wasn't a lot of opportunity in a small town. And 
it was difficult to get jobs, but I was determined. Now, this was in a time where you didn't fill out an application online. You didn't submit your information online. You actually went someplace and you got to talk to an actual person about the job. And so they had created a job fair and I was like, okay, I went and got a new outfit. I wanted to look really sharp. I was ready to go in. Now, at the time, I was 18 years old. I was young, but I was also a young mother of two. I was a single mom with two small children, and I was 18 years old, and I wanted to work for Kmart. And you might laugh at that today, but I really wanted the job. And so Spirit was really, really encouraging and inspiring me to reach for this star, this star that I really wanted. So I went into the job fair and there must have been 50, 75 people that applied for a job at Kmart. Now, what is the likelihood that I'm gonna be one of those that's picked and hired? I didn't have a lot of experience. I wasn't in that mature level, I was pretty young. And so I didn't wanna give up. I was determined. Now, you have to understand, <clears throat> my life has not always been easy. I've had to fight through many, many challenges and opportunity, and I'm not afraid of a good fight. I'm not afraid to work really hard and to be determined to get what I'm after. I'm not afraid of that. If it requires hard work and discipline and determination, I've got it, and I can do that. So, I went to the job fair, of course, I was like, okay, that's not it. And so I created a plan that I was gonna stop at Kmart every day until they hired me. Now, you're probably laughing. Yeah, right, Violet. Remember, this was a time frame where you didn't go to town every day. So I dressed up every morning or every afternoon I would go in and this is how my routine would work is I would go to Kmart because they were setting up the store and you could get in, you'd go to the front counter and I'd say, can I speak to the human resource representative? And they would have to call her to the front of the store. This woman's office was in the back of the store. She had to walk all the way up front every time I stopped. And I literally went every day for like 20 something days, 20 something days. And I'd have them call her up front. She'd come up front. She'd go, yes, you know, we don't have any openings. We've already hired all of our staff. <clears throat> We're not going to hire anybody else. And my response would be, that's okay. You'll see me tomorrow because I'll be back. And you're laughing, right? Really, Violet? And I'm like, yep, I went every day. And as she would proceed back down the aisle, I would ask whoever called her up, can I have an application, please? And they'd give me an application and I'd go home of a night and I'd fill it out in really nice handwriting. I got really good at it. And then I'd come the next day and I'd give my application and I'd have her call her up front. Well, one day she came up front. She's like, oh, she was so aggravated. Like if she could have squeezed my head off, she would have. And I really didn't care. I wasn't giving up. And she's like, okay, fine, follow me. And I was like, 
And so I follow her to the back of the store and she goes, I have a part-time position. We don't have any full-time positions. And I'm like, okay, whatever. She goes, I have a part-time position. You won't get hired on full-time. We already have full-time people. Okay, whatever. And she goes, you're going to be working in this department. And I was like, yes. And I left the store so excited because Kmart hadn't opened yet. They were still setting up and they were planning their opening a few days later. And I got hired on. And the lady that would come and see me every day was someone that had traveled in to help with the store setup. She was not going to be the human resource manager representative for the store. She had just come in to help train, get people going and get them set up. So when I met the current, what was going to be our human resource representative, I told her, when you go through the applications, you're going to find about 20 something applications that I filled out because I came every day to get this job. And she laughed at me just like you're laughing and smiling. And then one day later on, she told me, she goes, you know, Violet, I went through those applications <laughs> and there were 26 applications that you filled out and dropped off before getting hired. And I said, see, I told you. Now, I worked for Kmart for probably about two weeks where they called me in the office and they hired me full time. Now, Kmart in that time frame was my everything. I loved this job. I loved being a cashier up front, being a cashier supervisor. I loved merchandising on the floor. I loved running a department. I loved ordering product and being able to do floor plans. I was also really good at those blue light specials. Hello, Kmart shoppers. Back in our housewares department, we have currently going on our blue light special. Now, understand the first time I did those, I was as nervous as nervous could be. But I got really good at it. In fact, I was so good at it that a lot of the employees would come to me to run their blue light specials in their department because I got very comfortable speaking over the microphone. I learned inventory. I learned shipping and receiving. I learned cash, work, cash office balancing. I learned about everything I could to learn about Kmart. My next career was a small uh, ladies clothing shop where I was the store manager and I brought all those skills in. I could merchandise, I could do displays. I was probably the youngest store manager that you've ever seen. I was like 21, 22 when I became my first store manager and everyone on my team was older than me. I had to get their respect. I had to learn how to manage the team. And our store was one of the prized stores in the district. My store was ran so effectively that they would send me out to problem stores to correct merchandising, to help with staffing issues, to help store managers better run their store. So why was I given that opportunity? Why was I able, and that didn't stop my career. I had retail for like 20 years, everything from district manager to general manager, to department manager, to small stores, to big box operations, 
to having districts that covered three or four states. I literally loved doing that work. And I enjoyed it and I was naturally good at it. So did I come in with those skill sets? Well, I believe I did. I believe I came in with this desire to do this type of work, to understand, to be very curious, to want to learn more about it. Because guess what? At Discover Your Spiritual Gifts, we have a retail store. I do everything from inventory to buying, to, to purchasing, to merchandising, floor layouts, to understand traffic flow, to understand customer needs, to build customer relationships. Those are all the things I was very good at when I did that. So after I got to my empty nest where my children were grown and they'd left home and um, things were shifting and changing for me, I decided that I didn't want to do weekends anymore, that I really didn't want to work weekends. I wanted to have a Monday through Friday job. And one of the things I'd always been kind of pushed towards was human resources. Now, remember that human resource person, that representative of our store at Kmart? She was my idol. I watched how she handled employee relations, how she presented herself, how professional she was. And believe it or not, that 18-year-old girl dreamed to someday be just like her. I wanted to be respected. I wanted to hold a position and a role just like she did to help employees and companies and be a voice. So as I moved out of retail, I moved right into human resources at a corporate level. I learned affirmative action plans and how to do those, how to set up safety programs, how to do training in corporations. I had done training in retail, but now I was moving into a bigger field of training, <clears throat> learning about adult education and how to do training, how to create training from scratch, how to deliver it, how to present it, how to be all those things. I always worked for training stores. I was always the one assigned to train new managers. And as I moved into human resources at a corporate level, guess what my strengths were? Training, development, strategic planning, tactical planning, how do we better our safety programs? How do we create better flow and processes? How do we eliminate the extra work? I was really good at it, which I utilize today at Discover Your Spiritual Gifts. I created an HR training program on the side to help professionals get certified in the HR field. My program was sought out all over the state of Colorado because I had the highest passing rate. Students that came through my course, my program, passed at higher rates than any other educational program ever offered. What do I do today at Discover Your Spiritual Gifts? I design, develop, and deliver training, education in the spiritual realm, I help teach business people how to be more strategic, how to understand their business, how to work within them. So once I did all that and I worked in human resources, 
I went all the way up through the chain, all the way up to being a vice president of human resources for a Fortune 500 company. I built their HR infrastructure. I created the programs that help them to grow their teams and to work with them. I got so many amazing experiences through that program. And then I decided because I had went back to school and got my master's degree in HR development, HR management and business administration, that I wanted to be able to teach at the college level. So I pursued that and actually taught um, bachelor and master programs at the collegiate level for over 10 years. And I was recognized as rookie of the year as a brand new teacher in one of the colleges. They loved my style, my approach, the way I thought about things, how I delivered it, how I created it. So what do I do today? I design and teach online and in-person programs. Was I divinely guided? Did I have the right passions? Did I have the right drive? Did I dig into the skills and the things that I needed to be successful as a spiritual education center? Absolutely. Was it always easy? No. Did I have difficulty along the way? Did I have challenges? Yes, I did. But I was divinely guided to where I'm at today. And here's what I know. I'm going to be divinely guided into the future. I'm going to be divinely guided in what I do next and how I move forward and what happens with Discover Your Spiritual Gifts. So you may have had jobs. You may have had opportunities that you're like, why did I take on that? Why did I do that? Why? Why did I work there? You need to go back and look at how those skill sets have helped you along the way, how they've moved you into the next step of your journey, how they've guided you along your path. Because I believe we're perfectly at the place that we're supposed to be, that we are divinely guided along the way. Now, does everyone take that guidance? No, I'm sure there's some of you listening that wish that you'd have went this way because it would have been a shorter route than the direction you went. I always tell people, you want to go the short way or the long way to get where you're going? Because I believe spirit gets us where we're going. If we shut down though, if we decide we're not moving forward, if we take that approach, I believe you have the choice to do that. But I also believe you're going to be forced to come back and do this journey again to complete what you started. So, surrender. I surrender to where you take me. I surrender to where I'm going. I'm going to trust you to guide me along my path. Thank you for listening today. Thank you for taking the time to listen to this podcast. I hope you'll take some time to think about your journey through this lifetime and where you have been divinely guided along your path. 
Thank you so much for listening. Thank you for checking out the Sacred Magic Podcast. I hope to see you soon in person at Discover Your Spiritual Gifts or on an online event, wherever we can connect. Thank you for trusting me, and I hope that you have a magical day. Are you seeking an online spiritual education resource? Do you crave to know more about various topics of spirituality? Discover Your Spiritual Gifts Academy offers a wide variety of programs, including Crystal Alchemy, Tarot, The Journey of the Fool, Akashic Record Reading Certification, and much more. These online courses allow you to learn on your schedule and at your own pace. You can find out more at www.discoveryourspiritualgifts.academy. Thank you for joining us. To find out more about Violet, head over to discoveryourspiritualgifts.com. You can also send a personal message to Violet through email, violet at discoveryourspiritualgifts.com. If you love the show, subscribe to our podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or Spotify. Until next time, remember, we are meant to have abundant and joyful lives. We hope to see you soon at Discover Your Spiritual Gifts.